Hey, Hello. John. Hey, yes, how's, how's it going, Coach Rob? Good. How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thank you for uh, doing this interview with me. I really appreciate it. Uh, the podcast, the name of my podcast is called Growth. So um, I hope you're excited to be here. I'm definitely excited to have you on here. Excited to, for sure. All right. So uh, I would like to introduce you. Uh, this is Rob Pers- Rob Parson. I'm sorry about that. Um, he's a certified strength and conditioning coach, speed and agility coach, uh, mental skills coach. Uh, he, he does it all. So um, it's great to meet you. Uh, if you would like to tell a little bit about yourself, uh, you can. Yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, I went to school in Massachusetts where I, you know, I was the kinesiology major. I, uh, you know, I, I worked a, a little bit in, uh, in a field. I worked for four years. I was training athletes on Long Island um, uh, in, in the offseason uh, of me being a professional baseball player. And, uh, you know, then I moved out here after a college baseball coach. Um, and that I got to coach Josh, and here we are. <laughs> uh, awesome, yeah. Awesome. Coach uh, Coach Parson was my coach actually back back at my junior college at West Los Angeles College. Um, so this is where I met him, and this is uh, Coach Parson. Really, uh, he really influenced me to keep going into the field that I want to go to, and um, he actually really helped me. Actually, want to help people, you know. Um, so. Uh, straight to your education. Where? What school did you go to in Massachusetts? I went to Leslie University. Awesome. And how was that experience for you? It was good. I mean, you know, hard to complain. I'm in the. I'm in Cambridge. I was right around Harvard, which is it's only 15 minutes from Boston. Um, playing baseball, and I, you know, originally I went in as a psych major, and. And I decided I was not going to do that. Um, I had a senior in college on our team uh, who said, you have potential, and then brought me into the gym, basically. And then that's what made me want to be a trainer um, slash coach. And I was like, you know, forget psych. Here we go. Here, time to time to switch it up. So that's what I did. And, you know, here I am. Yeah, that's awesome. And then what was um, – so when you made the transition, what was – something that was uh very difficult what was the hardest part about making that transition to psychology into the athletic world what was some challenges you faced well i mean i actually found it less challenging just because um psychology was much more a paper-based and uh theory-based um place whereas uh kinesiology was more science-based i guess i guess you know i've always been really good at papers so that's kind of why i like psych and i love human mind but then uh kinesiology i guess the hard part was uh, remember remembering all the muscle remembering everything that they do and the interaction and everything like that uh, you know the chemical reactions that happen in your body exactly how each muscle works um yeah, that took took a little time getting used to when I could literally look at somebody and say, well, you know, I know you're doing this, that, and the third wrong. And why do I need to know this? But um, I, I came to realize that it was important to understand. And, uh, you know, it just furthered my understanding of, uh, of the body and how, to, and how to teach it to people. So, 
Yeah, that's funny that you say that because that's actually that's something I'm struggling with right now. Like I'm just taking my basic anatomy and physiology courses and um, learning the muscles, learning all the bones and the little tiny bones that we have. Um, that's something that really affects me as well. So um, I'm glad to see I'm glad to see in here that I'm not the only one that has that struggle because our bodies are very complex things. And um, kinesiology has really taught me that so far. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely complex, and especially when you start getting more in depth, it gets uh, it gets to be a lot. It's just take it take it one step at a time. Mm-hmm. Find different ways you can remember it. Mm-hmm. You know, what's, what helped me was that you know I would relate it to each exercise. It's like okay, if this is let's say the bicep femoris is working right squat, now it's like okay, how does each um part of this muscle work when you're doing a squat what is happening in each part you know i kind of broke it down that way and, and you relate it to things that happen uh, you yeah. know in, in your life or in, in exercise because you know you definitely understand that having been there with me have been at west uh, once you start to relate it to what's going on and your exercise and your daily movements it starts to become a lot easier yeah, 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 I definitely agree with that, and um, I I can't wait. I can't wait to. I'm learn. I know I'm learning all the basics right now, but I can't wait to know all the basics and then put it all together and you know put some programs together and really help some people out. Absolutely. And um, so what are what's some advice for someone pursuing this type of career? What is it easy to get discouraged or, um, you know, is it a clear path? How, how, what, what's some advice you would give to somebody young trying to pursue this career? Well, it's definitely not a clear path. Uh, there's so many routes you can go. A lot of people think that it's, uh, it's usually, it's well, particularly athletes have a tendency to be, to want to go to just be a personal trainer, but being a personal trainer has a, has a specific meaning. Um, it's, you know, one-on-ones, and I know a lot of trainers who don't like that, um, but there's strength and conditioning coaching, which is what I do. I was, or I did, I was a performance uh, specialist. It's, it's called Revolution Athletics, uh, where it's class-based. You teach, you teach what, you teach it as a personal trainer, but you're coaching um, a whole group of people. And again, for me, it was specifically athletes, so that, um, so it made it even more interesting, but, um, my advice, I guess, would be, you know, really look into the field and pl- uh, lay your options out because there's so many options out there and there's so many opportunities out there. That, um, you, there's not, it's, you're not going to, you're not pigeonholed into one profession just because you're going into kinesiology or exercise science or whatever it may be. It's not just one profession. There's a lot of stuff out there, there's a lot of research that can be done, a lot of, uh, experimenting we do all sorts of things so this is a really broad and uh really broad major and can really uh lead you to uh down a lot of different paths keep that in mind and just get you know get after it that's always been me just Mm -hmm. you'll find you'll find your path yeah and that's a mentality i love no doubt that's a mentality you you specifically have taught me to love and um you know, it's been working for me so far. And uh, 
So, um, yeah. So, um, let's see. So, what are what are some of your future goals? What are some stuff uh, for you personally um, that you want to achieve in the next five years? In five years, um, I'd like to be a mental performance coach uh, in the big leagues. Uh, I know that that doesn't have a lot to do with anatomy and physiology, or at least at first sight it does not. But if you think about it, everything is mental. And um, when I would train kids, it was always about how what they can do on the mental side to get better in the weight room or get better you know, speed and agility, like on the turf, we used to say. Um, on the field, and if you're good off the field, you're going to be good off. You're going to be good on the field. So, the mental side really translates to the physical side extremely well. And if you look at the best teams in baseball or in, uh, in football, basketball, whatever sport, name it, um, they're great mentally, and, and that particularly applies to individual sports. Um, so, I, I do CrossFit now, and so I'm big, uh, you know, big into the CrossFit. I'm friends with Tia Claire Toomey, who's the current fittest woman on earth, um, three times in a row, and she's mentally better than everyone. Yes, she's physically better than everyone too, but uh, mentally, you just can't beat her. Um, and to me, they're so inter- intertwined and interrelated. It goes back to my psych out as well. So they're so interrelated that. Uh, it just made sense. It just made sense in the, in my, the progression of my career. It goes back to what I was talking about earlier as well. That there's so many opportunities out there. Man, that, that is awesome. And I can't even, that's just awesome. You know, and uh, when I started working with you and my mental skills, um, I saw a change in me. I saw a change in the way I perceived the world. Um, like our head coach, uh, coach Sue used to say, when you, change the way you look at things, things change. And um, I never really got that until I started doing mental training with you. And um, I mean, I was having the best season, one of the best seasons of my life uh, after, you know, we started to get into that. So I definitely agree with that. And um, I think that's an awesome profession that you decided to kind of tap into and join into, because I think that's something that is very look down upon nobody really tends to think like oh it's all it's all just mental like you have to be good physically but uh being mentally is more important than being good physically so that's that's amazing thank you i really appreciate it you know i'm uh i'm doing what i can and then, look you're one of my better guys because uh, uh you bought in to what i was teaching and and that's and that's the thing like i i'm not and any trainer will tell you this, any mental performance coach, doesn't matter. Anybody who's a teacher is going to tell you that they're not going to do anything. They're, not um, they're, they're just giving you some tools because it's up to you. It's up to the clients. It's up to students, the athletes, whoever you're working with to pick up what you're putting down. Um, and the fact is that you, you worked hard, um, you worked your tail off and, like you said, I saw a huge difference in you, not only physically but mentally as well. It was really good to see. Uh, I guess the only thing that we're really doing as coaches is we're just simplifying all these complex uh, systems and 
things that happen in your body or your mind or whatever. And we're just relaying it to you uh, in that simple way. Uh, but either way, you still have to understand it and you still have to apply it. So you did a great job of that and you continue to do a great job because I know you. I appreciate that. And so I know that you, you know, you're majoring in psychology at first and then you switched over to kinesiology. So those are two majors that like, you know, you that are directly trying to help people. Was that always your goal since the beginning, since you got into college, you always wanted to, you know, help people and do what's right for people? Or was that, was that just kind of a bonus for you? I knew from the time that I was, let's see, probably about 11 years old, but I, I wanted to help people for, for a living. Um, there was a, a motivational speaker who came to us when I was in middle school. And he asked us to write down on flashcards what we were going to be. And this is a guy who's had a lot of people that he's talked to, and he's got all these flashcards saved up. Um, and, you know, he's got Stefan Marbury is one of them. And he's got a bunch of guys on their flashcards, on those flashcards that says, you know, I'm going to be the best at this or I'm going to be this. Uh, and, you know, Marbury is also a, obviously was a, I'm going to be in the NBA. I'm going to be a star. And obviously he ended up doing that. And he said about 90% of the guys that he, uh, the people that write on the flashcards, not everybody does it, but 90% of the people that do it, they come back and say, I wrote on this flashcard and I just want to let you know that this flashcard is the reason why I pursued this, this dream. So I didn't really know what I wanted other than I wanted to be a baseball player. Um, so what I wrote was I want to be, you know, I want to be a professional baseball player and I want to be the best I can be at helping people. And um, that was, I was 11 years old when I wrote that down and, I didn't care if I played at the, at the major league level. Of course, I wanted to. But no matter how high I got, I knew that I wanted to uh, help people along the way and just make sure that I'm bringing everybody else up along with me. So, yeah, psych was the easiest way for me. I was very um, interested in the mind and all that. And I realized I didn't want to get involved in clinical psych. But I started training people. And when I was training people, as I mentioned, I was focusing much more on the mental side and life skills. And then when I found out that being a mental performance coach was a, a job opportunity, career, a career path, I decided this was the way that I wanted to do it. But along the way, it was always I'm trying to help people in more than just the field, mm. just physical. I want to help people in general with who they are and how, and how they live. That's very inspiring. I'm glad to hear. Honestly, I can say that you, you're living up to your potential. You know, uh, just speaking from me, um, you really have done all you can to help me, and uh, you know, I genuinely appreciate it. Uh, I hope you you should be proud of yourself because you've really lived up to your standards since you, that you set since you were 11 years old. So, um, that, that's awesome. I'm really proud of you, and I'm happy for you. I appreciate that, kid. You you know, it goes a long way here. <laughs> All right. I got one more question for you um, before we head out. So, uh, obviously, the name of my podcast is Growth. So, um, I would just like to hear, what would your advice be to 
help somebody stay on track. So let's say like, you know, I'm struggling and like, I'm just about ready to give up. Like, this is too much for me. What, what are some things that you recommend I would think of when I'm in that position like that? I got so much, but I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to leave it to two. Uh, Cause these are, well, actually, you know, I'll give you three. Um, these three, I think are the most important when it comes to anything like this. Um, the first, the first thing you have to ask yourself always is know your why. What, what's, what's your why? What's your purpose? What are you, what's the reason why you're doing anything? Um, now, the reason why you have to consistently ask yourself that is that it can change over time. It changes all the time. And that, that all that depends on things. So, you know, all of a sudden your environment changes. I'm moving out of, of, of home. Because uh, I went to school, went to college, and now it's like, oh, now what? So now you got to rediscover what your why is, and that kind of thing. Maybe you get married. Maybe you have a kid. Uh, things change in your life, so your why will adapt. Um, there may be some things about your why that'll stay the same forever, but you always have to continually ask yourself why you're doing something or, or anything, so that you know. Um, what you, you know that during the hard times, this is when it's going to, like, this is what you have to fall back on. And then number two leads right into it is stay disciplined. Um, motivation is overrated. Uh, you know, we talk all the time about how, you know, we can, we can watch this video and get hyped up or listen to a speech and get hyped up. And then, you know, let's say you're playing a baseball game. You get hyped up for the first inning and after the first inning, it's like, all right, well, that's gone. Um, motivation is fleeting. Motivation doesn't last long. Motivation, uh, motivation's good. There's nothing wrong with it, but it, it just doesn't. It doesn't have the lasting effect you. So, to be disciplined, you show up every day. You're not feeling motivated. You do it anyway. Um, and I know that that's easier said than done, but you force you. You get yourself to do it. Give yourself off tomorrow and just for today. You're going to be disciplined. If you do that every day, next thing you know, you're done. And you're like, oh, wow. Or you've gotten so much better. And number three um, is always have a growth mindset. If, if you're in a fixed mindset, uh, you're, you're just going to stay the same. And, you know, you're going to find your excuses. You're going to be late or whatever. You're never going to grow and be the best that you can. So if you're struggling, you have a growth mindset, you embrace the struggle, you embrace the grind, and you want to grow from it. You want to learn from it. You get 1% better every single day. Next thing you know, you're a totally different person, or you are a totally different path, or or you've learned a whole lot. You've completely transformed yourself, and you're never done. So you're in a growth mindset, constantly growing, constantly. So again, Three things are know your why, be disciplined, and have a growth mindset. That's a mamba mentality, baby. I love to hear it. <laughs> love to hear it. <laughs> All right, Coach. Thank you so much. This was an awesome interview. I'm glad that, you know, you made some time out of your day to be here, and I really appreciate it. It's my absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me on, man. You know, I love, uh, I love talking to this about this stuff. So.
of course. No, thank you. And, you know, thank you for really throwing in that, that growth at the end. You know, that's what all my, that's what my podcast is about. So, um, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> all right, coach, you have an awesome day. All right. You do the same. Kid. All right. Thank you. Yep. Bye bye.